What's good, people? It is Reg. And Stone. And it's the remote hour. We're here in our respective penthouses, overlooking beautiful New York City, the beautiful clouds, chilling out here, living the best lives we possibly can. In we the made it. man's world. <laughs> we <laughs> made it. <laughs> <laughs> we got that sponsorship deal, fam. <laughs> Ooh, we're out here bowling out, man. Bowling out. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, thanks thanks to all our millions of listeners. We got that Spotify deal, you know. I don't know like, I here pulled up in the in the, in the jets. Landed, I gotta thank God. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, me me and Khaled were out there chopping it up. Who apparently, I guess he's he got he's the artist, basically the artist of residence at Apple. You hear about this bullshit? No, no, not mad. Yeah, apparently, he's like the he's like, yeah, which actually like it's a bad idea, but a good one at the same time. Because you figure if anybody knows how to assemble a whole bunch of superstars, it's Khaled. <laughs> but it, as far as the actual output and quality of the music, uh, you, you know, know a, a, again, you know, I I will always say I, I can never be mad at, at him because he's leveraged whatever he has. <laughs> <laughs> into a multi-million dollar career he's like the male version of the kardashians <laughs> true very, yeah he's very, like hip-hop's very, like very, very like kardashian like real talk so <laughs> uh, can't be bad can't be bad but yeah, uh can't be bad, can't be bad. anyway speaking of hip-hop yes the, the greatest because I, I i this came across my feed and and and, and i was just like we live in possibly one of the greatest times ever where Rolling Loud decided to bring its beautiful carnival of joy to New York City, and it features a lineup, <laughs> which my mind is still blown at, at the beauty of this lineup. I know, fam. Like, like, like pretty much, if you like hip-hop, or if you're, like, a passive fan of hip-hop, you can't actually be mad at this lineup. Um... It's just kind of ridiculous, <laughs> you know, like the amount of talent. Um, and just like, all right, to step back. So, Rolling Loud is a festival um, that started in Miami, and I think like they built a lot of their um, fan base kind of around like some of those Miami rappers, like XXX Tentacion used to be like a huge headliner, and like a lot of those SoundCloud rappers have, have kind of. Um, you know, they were like huge headliners. Um, but it was, it was kind of only a Miami thing. Um, now it seems like they're branching out. Like, I'm seeing on their website now, like they're doing some, some stuff in LA, uh, Hong Kong, apparently. Um, Ooh, international. So they're, they're, I mean, look, they, they figured it out. They're not Fire Festival. Um, and they're just able to kind of, uh, you know, like, they put together this New York festival, which is actually, if you like hip hop and you, if, if, you know, if you're under the age of 30, I think this is like your Mecca, basically. Um, you know, it's just like, just everybody from like, and, and even, you know, like, like, you know, there's the Travis Scott and ASAP Rocky, who we'll talk about in a minute. Um, but you know they have Meek Mill, they have like uh, DMX. You know they like they do have like some of these kind of quote unquote older or legacy acts. But you know like Lil Uzi Vert, like there's like it's just 
like Playboy Cardi, like basically anybody and everybody is going to be at this festival. Um, which, you know, just from a booking standpoint, standpoint, it's super impressive. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's some shit where, like, like I mean, but but, in, but let's rewind actually, because from the booking perspective, like it, it's such a crazy lineup. Like, I wonder how many. Like, it's because the thing is. It's and, and like like we discussed last night. It's like it's like a Coachella level where there's a lot of acts where I won't necessarily say they could go. You know, they'd be headlining, but it's it's so many acts that like you know like a Megan Thee Stallion, a DMX. Like they don't even make the headliner cut. Like you know they're like level two of the fucking lineup. So it makes me wonder. Like all right, cool. You have promises from quote unquote all these managers that quote unquote all these guys are gonna show up, guys and girls. But I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, it just seems like a lot. Like, it's something, and like we discussed, it's like, like you got ASAP Rocky and Kodak Black. And it's like, ASAP Rocky is, is in fucking jail, and so is Kodak Black. At least ASAP Rocky, you know, is, is, he'll most likely be out of jail in like a week or two. But like, Kodak Black is on Fed charges till at least September. So, so we can just say he's gonna somehow pop out, <laughs> escape out of jail, show for Rolling Loud, it makes you wonder. But at the same time, it's kind of cool having this crazy, like Coachella as showcase. And it's it's funny is that you know, like as an older, as an older, as a more mature hip hop fan, like it's kind of cool seeing this crazy ass pure hip hop bill where you know you've got these young dudes and these old dudes, and it's kind of kind of like why I want to kind of see because it's like you know, it's it's one of the rare times where you're going to get to see old school and new school rap play the same stage and a wide variety of it. You know what I'm saying? It's like you've got Fabulous and you've got fucking Suicide Boys where that should definitely shouldn't work. But on some weird way, I guess like, you know, why not? If you have a rock festival, you could have like Slipknot and fucking the 1975. Why can't you have this kind of same kind of vibe? So I'm kind of looking forward to it as far as to see the inclusiveness of just like a wide variety of hip hop. It's not really, you know, it's for a festival that's focused on hip hop. It's very wide minded. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I, I, I do have to just point out. I'm looking at the flyer right now, and like, <laughs> and I think you pointed this out. <laughs> and this is just like a side note. Like the font choices here. <laughs> oh god, it's so bootleg. It's so dude. They, they got they got a twelve year olds in Photoshop. <laughs> But, but like, 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 this flyer. like, push a T. I just noticed that push a T is on this this bill for Sunday, but like in like the the eleven point font. <laughs> yeah, eleven point. That shit is like point 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 oh oh eleven font. Under like like ASAP Rocky, which you know, look if if I'm going to try and sell tickets, like the will they or won't they of ASAP Rocky, I think is is. That's going to be a news story that's going to just print money for them in terms of just like, you know, notoriety and, and press and pub. But, and Lily's very, like, okay, cool. But, like, why is it Pusha T is, like, you know, behind a boogie with a hoodie? Which, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I could get that, though. I could, I could kind of I mean, get that. I guess I could get that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's but just like, like, what got. But like for me, like 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 Megan Thee Stallion. How is Megan Thee Stallion behind all these other schmoes? Like you know, what I'm saying she's somebody where her star is ascendant. How is she behind basically you know Lil Mosley? Where it's like what? Like who? What? How is she? Like where? How did you guys arbitrarily decide? <laughs> yeah, like like Megan's on the second row. 
Right. And like and look, like it, you know, I do have to say, like I'm looking at this row right now. Like even the first row of the Sunday lineup, it's like Juice World, Boogie with Hoodie, Young Thug, Tiger, Pusha T, Suicide Boys, Ski Master Summit God, Little Skies, and DMX. And then the second row starts with Action Bronson. <laughs> so alright, so I, I alright, so maybe I'm not as mad as a, at the front choices just because that's already a packed row. So like you 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 I mean the graphic designer I think was probably struggling with this. <laughs> But but you know the 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 good thing about this like about this lineup is like every time I I'm I'm just like looking I'm finding more and more people I'm like holy crap this is everybody in hip hop like it's it's yeah it's expansive like and 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 like I was saying it's like you look at it and this is definitely going to be a shit show from beginning to end, but at the same time, it's a shit show, and like I said, they've got me. I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily in the fucking, you know, their, their, their target audience, you know, dudes, you know, dudes who are basically, you know, you know, nine to five corporate dudes who are well into their career, who fucking, you know, hardened, you know, who've been in, you know, listening to hip hop for like 20 years. You know, I, I think that fucking Rock the Bells was kind of like more of that kind of like, like scene. This is definitely, like you said, something where you can kind of see how it grew up from, like, the indie... I won't say indie. Wow. Indie rap? I feel like indie rap is a loaded term, even in 2019. Yeah, I mean... Well, Rock the Bells is not indie rap, per se, but, you know, maybe something like... uh, What was was the one... The one's... um, The one with, like, Snoop Dogg and Cypress Hill and... um, Oh shit! What was that? Yeah, I forget the name of that one. Yeah, I actually went to one of that that one, and that was a little bit more like on the indie indie rap um, side, but indie rap, yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, like you said, you can kind of see how like it's Florida roots because you've got a lot of these underground, like you know, you know, Space Jam the pilot, like you know, like who, and you've got a lot of these underground like acts that kind of you know bumped up and are playing these bills. And what's kind of cool is that it's. I like to see the idea of where you show up there early, and trust me, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a lot of horrible acts on stage, but there's a space there for, you know, these younger cats to play with these, you know, more seasoned performers and to kind of have it all reflect, you know. Plus, for a lot of these dudes, you know, even though New York has kind of lost its swag over the years, New York is still the mecca of hip-hop. So, it's, so for a lot of these dudes who probably didn't leave, like, you know, like their smaller, you know, their smaller markets for them to kind of show up to New York and be playing on stage with like Travis Scott is fucking gargantuan for them. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And, and you know, I look. There's a bunch of names I don't know in here, but I'm. I think like if I go to this festival, which I'm actually going to be out of town, but if I did go to this festival, I think I would be intrigued. And you know, I. I I'm actually kind of happy again. Like I feel like I'm kind of happy to see this. You know, this is like this is going to be the Coachella of hip hop in a lot of ways, and I think like hip hop has always had this um, kind of legacy of pairing up, like you know, like the kind of na- like higher name artists and having like these kind of you know guys you know come in and like you know there'll be opportunities to maybe have like. 
don't know, somebody who's like in in like nine point font, like bring up like Pusha T for a track or like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> the ten fonts help the nine fonts help the five fonts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, but you know, I and I think like that that to me is really cool, and that's that's one of the things I'm, I would be looking forward to with this event is, you know, because, you know, indie rock doesn't do that, you know, pop doesn't do that, like, there there aren't, aren't those cross-collaboration opportunities that, that hip-hop has, um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I do think, like, there's some opportunities there, uh, especially if, you, if you're able to get on this bill, uh, Space Jam the pilot, looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, side note, America's running out of rap name. Yeah. Is rap like, names are becoming our most valuable commodity. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we, we I feel like the, the we, we like we've hit peak baby by a large margin. We've hit peak little. You know what I'm saying? I I, I feel that it's again Space Jam the pilot, I don't even understand how that name like who thought that was a cool name? A boogie with the hoodie. It's just like what? Like like I, I we we I feel like we've gotta have a symposium. <laughs> Like you know how when you have like fucking if you you know all you all you guys who try to open up a web page back in the days you remember how you have to go and fucking register the domain name? Yeah. I feel like we gotta have like a consortium of people like you know the hip hop OGs that sit around the table and decide if your moniker is correct or not. Like if it's <laughs> just like you just show up, it's like yo man, I want to be called like you know cool baby, and they're like nah son, you're gonna have to go back to the lab. You know rejected your application's been rejected. <laughs> So I don't know, but it's 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 I don't know, but like it's I I I love the idea of it. I love the fact that it exists. I mean, the only thing I kind of wonder is that, and and this is kind of goes to the bigger idea where, even though New York is definitely the birthplace of hip hop, as far as hip hop live shows are concerned, NYPD doesn't necessarily take kindly to them. So I can imagine, and it's kind of unfortunate because you know it's 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 a huge part of what New York is culturally. I could definitely imagine a scenario like, you know, when they had Rolling Loud in, in Florida, a bunch of people got arrested, not necessarily for doing anything bad, but just because, you know, the, they just, I guess the cops looked at their fucking, you know, basically looked at the size five fonts and said, oh, so-and-so is there. He's got a warrant. And then basically went up there and arrested a couple of the artists, which I think is very, very unfortunate. So it kind of makes me wonder, like, how that's going to happen in New York, where specifically you've got a hip-hop cop unit there literally made to harass fucking to harass uh to harass artists long story hip-hop artists yeah and you know i i it, it it's really unfortunate like like, like I, I want this to be something that like you know that thrives you know i i was reading some like the twitter comments and and, and reddit comments and people are like you know, kind of even throwing in some of these like stereotypes, typical things where they're like somebody's going to get shot, right? You know, and, and I feel like it sucks that there is this air of somebody's going to get arrested and or shot <laughs> at this event. Um, but I feel like, yeah, it's like, it, it, and yeah, I mean, the Rolling Wild in Miami, like I mean, the cops have used that to like, you know, arrest people with open warrants and things like that, or, or arrest people for, you know, smoking weed and like whatnot. Um, I do have to say on that regard, um, you know, I do think like, you know, some of these possession charges and things like that, like, 
those don't exist in New York anymore since we decriminalized marijuana. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure if you have an open gun, you know, gun charge or, you know, you're going to get charged with possession, you know, whatnot. Just, like, let your boy hold the gun and the bag. (laughs) 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 Let your intern do that. (laughs) Um, Because, I mean, yeah, no, like, like, like I'm sure, like, the cops are going to be out in full force. Um, and I, 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 but I really, really, really hope that this is something that, like, we're not talking about those type of things. We're just talking about how this could be a, a very successful event. Because I, 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 I do want this event, even though, like, I'm not in the target demographic, I do want it to succeed because I think it would be really, really, really good for the culture. Well, you know, and I, I, like I said, I, I just love the idea of it where, you know, and I'm kind of paying attention to Rolling Loud and maybe it's, you know, my fault because, you know, I'm one of those New Yorkers where if it's not in New York, nobody really cares. But I'm just, like I said, I'm really astonished at the, I, I like the quality of the lineup. The, the, I, there's nothing, I think if you're a hip hop fan of any stripe, you're, you're, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're a fan of 90s, you know, hip, maybe 90s, let's say, let's say aughts. If you're a fan of the aughts hip hop, you've got fabulous. If you want your old school 90s, you've got your fucking... You got your your DMXs. If you're, you're if you're a modern dude where I want I'm all about the lyrics, you've got your Pusha T's. You know, if you're somebody where you want your grand scale, you know, you know, fucking crossover, you know, grandeur trap type songs, you've got fucking uh, Travis Scott. You've got a, a, a decent amount. I won't say a great amount, but you've got female artists like Malibu Mitch there. In addition to Megan Thee Stallion, like it's something where Rico Nasty's there too. So it's like it's something where they've kind of cut, like they've touched everything. Like I can't imagine, you know, a piece of, of like a like of all the little corners of hip hop where you know BH doing you know fucking you know, raucous type records. If you're doing something a little more angry and rock rap like Suicide Boys, you know you've got a lot. Like I said, a lot of the female artists are there also. If you're into fucking just playing partying, they 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 kind of have everything covered. There's nothing here. Where I'm just like, oh, that's they're missing that kind of gap. It's 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 kind of a huge sample of what hip hop is in 2019 period. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, prop props to roll out. Absolutely give us some press not. passes, and I, and I, you know. Give us press passes, and, I, and I'll be there. I, 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 I'll be there wearing my orthopedic shoes. You know, what I'm saying orthopedic sketchers, high socks. Bro, bro uh, I need to ask you offline, uh, off of the podcast. I know you'll probably go on a tangent, but you you did go to a festival. Did you go to a festival uh, on Friday? Oh God, yes, picnic. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so all I have to say, like, I know you're up for anything <laughs> after that. Oh, you know, so. I, I saw I, I, my, 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 my knees and my feet suffer for the people. I'm out there pressing the flesh, you know, witnessing these, 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 these organic, beautiful performances that, that happen three hours late that have people with bad breath control <laughs> that, you know, Suffering through that food, that bad alcohol, to bring this news back to you, the listener. And I'll be suffering through this for Rolling Loud. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll be out there for my fucking canteen, you know, an edible to take the edge off, you know. So I'll be out there struggling to, to, to report back to you how it is to be in the trenches of the greatest hip-hop festival of all time. <laughs> you should hire me for fucking advertising. I feel like I, I felt that myself just now. I felt I, felt I nailed it. 
But uh, I don't know. With Rolling Loud, like it's, I, I'm very happy to exist. I think despite what the naysayers, I think it's going to be very successful. I feel like with that lineup, there's no way it's not, you know. Uh, and you know, like like I'll, I'll see you, I see y'all in, in October, basically. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, and, uh, let me see. I'll, I'll, let me talk about. I'm, I'm speaking of hip hop. Speaking of the rapidy rap rap. Um, I guess I've been listening to this week a lot of Maxo Cream. So Maxo okay. Cream is, in, and it's weird because you kind of see these dudes kind of bubble up where. And, and not to be, because he's still a street dude, but you kind of see a lot of like a big publications kind of point to somebody and say, all right, you know, this is, this is, we like this rap guy. Like this is the rap guy for, that we're going to be focusing on for a period of time. So if Max O'Cream, basically he's somebody who's been bubbling up on the underground for a minute and he basically dropped his, uh, his debut major label album called Brandon Banks. Um, it's fresh off the heels of his mixtape last year. And... Going back to how we always discuss about the algorithm and how the algorithm controls everything, what's cool about this album is probably the first major label album I've heard in a minute where the algorithm was not involved whatsoever. <laughs> it's basically like on his end, he's an artist where a lot of it, well, let me rewind a little bit. So Maxwell Cream is a dude, I believe he's like late 20s, he's from Houston, and I guess the big thing of what he does is that in the current... In, in this in this record, and I believe in the last one, he talks about a lot about his father. So his father is from Africa, and basically when they when when they were in Houston, he was basically he was a street dude. He was running scams. He was doing this and that. He was in and out of jail. So Brandon Banks happens to be his father's alias for when he was doing street shit. Hmm. So and like we kind of discussed, it's it's weird because I feel like a lot of the southern rap doesn't really get the props it deserves for being quote unquote lyrical. Where yeah. I feel that, you know, New York is very proud about, like, you know, we've got bars, you know what I'm saying? I got one-liners, you know, look, check, check out this allegory, man. Check out this alliteration, motherfucker. I got alliteration. And I think they kind of forget the idea of where, you know, even from its beginning, hip-hop was a storytelling medium. And I feel that the South has kind of carried that a little bit more than New York has, where, you know, probably one of the greatest storyteller rappers out there, Scarface, is, you know, is Southern born and raised. And even for a lot of these, like, Southern, like, more, you know, aggressive rappers, they tend to be, like, this kind of insight, which almost feels like, you know, they'll be going 100 miles per hour about, you know, street shit, and then suddenly it's like they switch to this old man mode, whereas it's like, you know, they kind of talk about, like, you know, wistful and kind of, like, you know, like, I wish I was doing this shit, and it's kind of, it comes from an honest place, I feel that. Like, another, a lot of New York rappers have a problem kind of tackling at times. Stereotypically, mm-hmm. like, there's still, because I'm even still thinking about, like, Mr. Esquire's album that came out a couple weeks ago, which I was still playing, which had a lot of introspective albums, but... I feel like there's something about New York in general that kind of, you always have to kind of keep it cool. Even when shit is going bad, you got to put it in a way where it feels less real. But with Brandon Banks and Matt, what Max Supreme's doing with this record, it's pretty much just like, you know, it's probably split into like half the songs are basically about, you know, just street stories of people, you know, dealing, you know, like, and it's not even like about like, oh, I'm balling on the fucking Maybach. Like, cause he's got a song called, um, I think it's Eight Figures, where basically he just talks about all the shit he did to get money, and the crux is like even if you if you, the only the only way you're really making money is you're making eight figures kind of so like even though it's like there's a hook of it where he's making money it's just like how much they're still struggling how much you know at any given time the feds could come and in the album itself like his father will come in and he'll use him for skits to kind of juxtapose what's happening and he'll talk about the way he was raised you know. 
and there's even songs about like I forget there's one song in particular where he, he talks about like almost intergenerational poverty where like he talks about a woman who's born and she's out there tricking and she's doing this and that and then you know and the story goes on she gets pregnant and her son's out there and she's using drugs and he's dealing drugs and it's I wouldn't say it's just a, I mean obviously it's stark but it's something where it doesn't seem that it's like oh we're just doing this to it doesn't seem glamorized but it doesn't seem like it's a negative also. It just seems very, very, very real. And in the album, like it, there's not that many um, guest appearances, but even the people who show up, like Schoolboy's on it, right? And Schoolboy's mm. on it, like like it, in his old school, cause you know, the last record was kind of a little more tame, but he's coming out, he's got a little Grammy voice, it's all fucking extra, like, Arr. you've got Megan Thee Stallion trading verses with him. And it's like, you know, it's still the same sex raps, but there's high level rapping and it's, it's kind of a, it's, it's a very, I feel like it's the kind of album that that you know people are like oh hip hop sucks now and blah 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 this and that where like old heads should definitely appreciate if they're able to kind of let go of the southern bias. Is this yeah. a really well made, well structured record that's saying something? You know, there's there's no clunkers. Like you know, obviously because the song matter isn't necessarily the the most party friendly. There are some party jams on there per se. Like like I said, they're making the Italian song. But for the most part, it's just a well-crafted concept album of like, you know, just, just family. And what does that mean as far as him and his father, you know, him and the dudes he's running with from the streets and, you know, him and the greater public. And, you know, it's, it's just a really well-made rap album. Cool. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's my ringing endorsements. <laughs> I I I'm, I'm I'm actually sold like like that actually <laughs> you know because <laughs> so like, I'm saying I, call me up Rolling Loud I got this I, I I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll be on there you know <laughs> I'll show up to Hot 97 hyping y'all shit up you know what I'm saying I could I could be wearing or I don't know is there a Rolling Loud mascot there probably should be a Rolling Loud mascot <laughs> it doesn't be running it's all this dressed up I as mean, like fucking at, at this point it's just like a big joint. Or like, yeah, it's probably a big joint. Know, it's even like a big joint. Xanax bottle. <laughs> like. or, or a corrupt cop planting evidence. That's probably their fucking... <laughs> <laughs> one or two. <laughs> so, so what have you been listening to, Stone? Oh, <laughs> man. So I'm going to feel like... I don't know. Like After all this hip-hop talk, like I know that the people expect me to come with, with the new hip-hop flavor. Ooh. Yeah, right. Give, give it what's 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 popping in in the streets. And I'm not coming with the new hip hop flavor. I'm coming with Beyonce. <laughs> well, I, I I I make an argument that Beyonce is well beloved in the streets. Also, <laughs> respect the queen. Respect, respect the queen. The queen. Everybody respects the queen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jay Z gonna come out there with the shooters if you don't. <laughs> So, all right. So, I over the weekend I went to see the Lion King. Um, if this is Red and Stone talk movies, I will have thoughts about it. <laughs> <laughs> all, I, all I'll say and I'll sum it up is like it is a beautifully made yet unnecessary movie. Oh, is this is this your Aretha Franklin beautiful gowns? It's beautiful gowns. <laughs> just just beautiful gowns. <laughs> <laughs> it is the best CGI I've ever seen in a movie in life. But they, it's like, I, I mean, they took my money, but I'm also like, I didn't really, they didn't need to remake The Lion King. Like, we were good. <laughs> you know, you know, it's got, you know. Disney's, Disney's got to make its money. <laughs> so, 
the Disney machine uh, uh, keeps on turning. Um, and so, I guess in collaboration with um, Beyonce, I mean, with the Lion King release, you know, Beyonce and Childish Gabino are kind of like the two stars in, uh, in the Lion King, and they kind of released this, um, you know, music inspired by the oh, Lion my King. Favorite type of soundtrack. You know, soundtrack. The soundtrack um, that isn't actually is not actually a soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, like, so, all right, we, I've already had words about, like, the, um, you know, the Black Panther music inspired by, um, soundtrack, and I really didn't like that. I, I don't like these movie soundtracks. They just feel, like, rushed, and they don't feel cohesive, and they don't feel like there's just something missing about them. And I was actually having a conversation, and I think, like, over the weekend at a party about this where it's just like there's just something about it that just doesn't feel authentic and genuine you can just kind of tell like the studio bosses in the <laughs> like the the movie studio bosses in like you know the engineer like the the recording studio <laughs> you know like <laughs> giving notes and directions <laughs> <laughs> um but so i feel like the i don't know you know i feel like the some of these, like, you know, the larger movie soundtracks is like, oh, well, we need to get this person and we need to get that person together and, like, stick them in a the room and, like, you know, just do their thing. Um, and there's a lot of that on this album. Um, and also, too, like, there's, like, the, the movie clips that inter interspersed, which I also hate. <laughs> you know, like... Oh, really? like Why do you... Like, <laughs> insane. I, like, I, I don't understand that. Like, I don't understand. Like I don't. It just doesn't play well to me. Even though I, I, I listened to the album after I like I saw the movie, it just kind of was. It's like weird. And the sad thing is, I, like, what about say? It's probably a lazy way. It's 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 you know how it is. Like you said, it's all studio made. It's a dude puffing a cigar in a corner, just putting names together based on album sales. You know, and and probably ethnicity, unfortunately. And it's probably the idea of how do you have all these you know, kind of songs that are kind of about Africa and wildlife. And, you know, it's an easy way to put the fucking clips there to make it feel like it's an actual album as yeah. some tracks that is kind of assembled together. It's, it's, it's lazy. It's, it's, it's cheap. Yeah. And the sad thing is like, this is not like supposed to be taken as an album. Like for the most part, this is just a, a movie poster. This is like a, like a billboard. This is like <laughs> just a way, another way to promote the movie. Um, so that's all the negative about this album. Um, it, it is like your typical movie soundtrack inspired by, you know, like they, it's the same template that they've used since the nineties or the eighties. Right. What I do have to say is at least Beyonce tried, um, there's a lot of amazing kind of, you know, like. I would say, like, quasi-unknown, like, African artists, um, you know, like, Mr. Easy, uh, Yemi Alde, um, you know, also, like, you know, artists that we've talked about, too, like, Burna Boy, um, you know, like, there, there's, there's, you know, basically, Beyonce kind of at least was trying to make this more of kind of, like, an Afrobeat-inspired album, um, I think she succeeded in doing that. I think, like, it, like I'm a huge fan of Afrobeat, so the more Afrobeat, the better. 
Um, obviously, I feel like Drake kind of does this a little bit better. It makes it sound a little bit more organic, whereas it does kind of seem like Beyonce is just kind of jumping on a trend. Um, but, you know, like, like there's some really great, like, kind of Afrobeat um, songs, like Don't Jealous Me. Um, the, I'm not going to pronounce this one song by Burner Boy, but, like, basically, it's just Burner Boy on, like, his own song, <laughs> which I think is great. Um, <laughs> Nothing you know. to do with the movie. Just, it's just a Burner Boy track. <laughs> um, so, like, it kind of starts off in setting this really cool, amazing kind of Afrobeat tone. Um, now, now, having that said, you know, like, like the powers that be, like, want some American names on there. So, obviously, like, you know, you have Kendrick Lamar having a song, which kind of feels like a throwaway. Um, like, Move Forever, Jay-Z, Donald Glover, which, you know, when you look at those names, like, you're thinking it could be epic. And, it, I mean, it kind of is. Um, I know a lot of people love, like, Brown Skin Girl um, with Wizkid, who was another artist that you know, from Africa that's been, you know, really, like, blowing up lately. Uh, Pharrell Williams is on here. Um, there is, like, a combination. There's, like, a, a song that it just seems like they're, like, let's get these two people in a room. And that's the song that's with uh, 070 Shake and um, uh, who's, um, and Jesse Reyes. Um, <laughs> and it, <laughs> on the one hand, it it kind of sounds like they just locked him in the studio and make like they're like make some stuff for the Lion King, you know. But that actually that that the the output was actually pretty dope. And like Jesse Reyes is kind of rapping, and O Seven O Shake is kind of coming in and singing the hooks, and like it kind of balances out in a way where you know it maybe it did come off as an organic kind of like oh let's put these two like Latin. Ask brown people together, but it actually like worked out. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so th- there's a lot of like really good attempts on this album, and for that I I, I kind of appreciate it. Um, you know, there, there are like you know like the the pure Beyonce songs here, like bigger, and like there's a couple other like just like straight up Beyonce songs, and I'm just kind of like. It just didn't seem like, um, I don't know, like, it, it just, it didn't, like, Beyonce, to be honest, was, like, the weakest link, I feel, <laughs> on this album. Um, Please don't but, get the hive after us. I know, I'm like, don't dox me. But I, I, uh, but I think that's a, her intention. I think she was trying to pull a Drake. You know, she was trying to pull, like, a Drake, you know, whatever that play, that Drake playlist was, where it's just like, this is not really about me. Um, it's about like this collection of African artists and like some underheard like North American artists like 070 Shake um, I'm going to jump in and do my Beyonce thing because I know that's what's going to sell sell this but this is this is more about you know just like you know this collection of, of, of Africa and this collection of blackness you know um, and brownness um, and I think like she kind of succeeded um, but I kind of do think like some of this stuff is a bit out of her lane um but you know i'm i'm not mad at the album you know I, it, it's it's not like a great beyonce album uh, just like you know um the kendrick lamar black panther project was not a great kendrick lamar project but um i do like the fact that you know like 
Disney, the Disney overlords are giving these people of color just like carte blanche to kind of like create these things and then attach them to billion dollar properties. So, yeah, no, it's, um, it's, if they're writing the check, I can't be mad. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, no, it, it, it's, it's enjoyable. I would say, you know, it's, you know, with all the little interludes and stuff, it's like 20 something tracks, uh, 27 tracks, but it's not like a Migos thing where it's just like all 27 tracks are like music. There's, you know, all these like film snippets and things like that. I would say like take, you know, like I advise of all 27 track albums, like take the best of it, making it, throw in a playlist. And I think there's a solid, like good tracks, like 10 tracks here. Um, and I'm kind of glad to see like some of these African artists continue to get shine. Um, you know, there's a lot of people trying to continue to make Afro be a thing. Um, it is in a lot of circles. Like if you go to a party in New York or LA, um, you know, like a DJ cool kid party, like they're always playing Afrobeat, but um, it'll be kind of interesting to see, like, you know, people keep pushing it. It'll be kind of interesting, interesting to see if, if some of these artists, like, kind of break out into the mainstream. Um, and we have somebody like Beyonce doing that, like, you know, who knows? So, yeah, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to 2021 Katy Perry Afrobeat album. <laughs> <laughs> coming out there <laughs> bro you Ooh. already know you no, already it'll be, know it'll be, it'll be flames like, I can for, imagine the VMA award, awards now there'll be a whole like, bunch of tribes women behind her and shit <laughs> like produced by Max Martin you know yeah, produced by Max Martin one <laughs> <laughs> the shittiest like, like Grammy speech ever <laughs> I'd like to thank all the black people Old African Americans <laughs> out there. Actually, sorry, African Africans out there. <laughs> oh man, and, and yeah, and, and she would win the Grammy because yeah, she on. would. Oh, absolutely. So. It'd be it'd be for, like it'd be like for, you know. I can imagine the speech now too. It's like you know, and, and you know, you know, somebody goes up. It's like you know, once in a generation comes a album that unites us all. In the times, any divisive times, you know, it's this album came out and 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 showed us all that we all unite under one thing. Exploiting black people's art. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I I would love for her to say that. <laughs> that would be that would be amazing if she said that. Like no, like yeah, I mean, yeah. It's like t- tell the truth. Tell the truth. Yeah, but she, she, she's been trying to get woke bear from her last album. So you know she was giving those like, wow, you guys, you minorities suffer. She was giving those weird like fucking bopping up and like all these fucking. You know, like TV shows, trying to, trying to, you know, five years too late, <laughs> trying to like, you know, hype up like the, oh, we have to really be out there in the streets talking about, you know, this injustice. So, who knows? <laughs> uh, and on that and note, on that note, people, we're, we're out here. We, on the other hand, we've we've been woke since day one. You know, here to Taylor Swift fan club. You know, rocking it through. You know, in 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 her formation. You know, what I'm saying. It's out of here, you know. What's what's it with Swifties? I guess living the best Swifty life. There it is. They're called Swifties. Are they though? I don't know. I don't, know. I don't know. Taylor's uh, been taking some L's. I don't know. Yeah, she yeah. need to get on that Old Town Road remix. Yeah, true. Actually, she, <laughs> you can't beat them. Join them. Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. 
But, uh, anyway, guys people. and girls, thanks for listening. Thanks for clicking, and we will see. Actually, not see you, hear you, hear you, hear from us. Who knows? Uh, yo, hear, yeah, we will hear you because you're going to reach out to us, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, cool. guys, girls, peace, peace. <laughs>